I think self-acceptance is a pretty decent ideal to strive for. If you can get rid of that shame and fear um, and just like accept yourself for who you are. Um, kind of just opens life up a lot more. Welcome to Some Stutter Law, Newfoundland and Labrador's first podcast about living with communication differences. It is a production of the Communication Collaborative and is in solidarity with the Newfoundland and Labrador Stuttering Association. My name is Greg O'Grady. I am a person who stutters and your host. Some Stutter Law is a unique opportunity for us to discuss topics, experiences, and perspectives on what it is like to live with communication differences, to live with a disability, but also to uplift and inspire, to rebuild confidence through inclusive language and themes, and to instill hope by dismantling myths, stigma, stereotypes, and barriers surrounding speech, language, and disability challenges. Some Stutter Law is a safe space to speak and to own your truth, a safe space to communicate differently without the fear of being judged or feeling shame. If you only get one thing from this podcast, we hope it's this. It's okay to stutter and it's okay to communicate differently. It's not how we communicate that's important, it's the message that's important. So let's, let's communicate differently without the need to ask permission or to apologize for being you. For more information about the Communication Collaborative or this podcast, you can find us at somestudalaw.ca. Today, somestudalaw would like to welcome back Chad Free Freeham. Welcome, Chad. Hi, how, how are you doing? I'm good. Thank you very much, Chad. So just a little bit about Chad. Chad is a musician artist, journalist, and a photographer living in St. John's, Newfoundland. Chad was born and raised in the area and currently divides his time between his partner, cats, family, and artistic projects. Uh, Ted, I'm sure that, that these interests uh, brings you joy. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Chad is also a person who stutters. When Some Stutter Law podcast was launched in 2021, Chad was our second invited guest. Chad's conversation was posted on March 28, 2021. Can you imagine, Chad, how, how long, how fast time flies? It feels like it was just a year ago, but apparently it was two years. I had two years, I know. So the Some Stutter Law felt it was time to invite Chad back for a catch-up conversation. Before we start, Chad, you recently completed a short uh, video story for your journalistic studies at Memorial University about a person who stutters and this individual experience as a linguistic, as a, li a linguist with a stutter and the relationship between those two aspects of their life. 
And also, again, Chad, thank you for, for inviting me to participate in this project. Can, can you share a little bit about this story with our, our listeners? Yeah, well, um, well uh, so uh, um, I'm in a... And so Liz has been a friend of mine for many years now. And they've become more and more of an inspiring person to me um, as I've watched them grow and develop uh, their interests and passions. And I thought a story about somebody who enters the field of wool and choristics as a person who, who, who stops, stops, is a particularly uh, inspiring tale. And they had so many uh, interesting takes on it and I wish I could have fit it all into the two time frame because there was so much the there um, yeah it was a it was a great conversation. Uh, Mm. Uh, with uh, both lawyers and yourself. Mm. Thank you, Chad. Chad, uh, could could you share a little bit more about what Liz said about identities? <coughs> you you shared something about identities. Uh, I don't think I can accurately speak from memory. <laughs> On that, um, I don't know if I could accurately represent what they said um, about identity, and I don't really want to speak for the um, either because they would they would really say it a lot more eloquently and accurately than any attempt that I make. But I, I guess generally um, the subject and like notion of identity uh, is a very strong um, presence in the, 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 the life, and it inter, 
weaves in through the the various things. Thank you. Thank you. And and stuttering is certainly a part of the the act, and that's that's probably all. I can say on it. Mm. Uh, Chad, when we're talking about identity, you know, uh, in in my introduction, I always make sure now that I in, introduce myself as a person who stutters because I've lived my life so many years, yesteryears, it wasn't that long ago, of course, <laughs> that, that I've always been a, very, a covert person who stutters. So I hid my stuttering at all costs, which unfortunately causes even more problems for when we were comparing to, uh, well, I guess we can't compare, but still, it's more as trying to hide your stuttering so much causes more emotional, psychological stress. So this is why I say that I'm Greg O'Grady. I'm a person who stutters. So I identify as a person who stutters. What uh, What are your thoughts about that? Like uh, self-identifying? Um, yeah, um, I... <coughs> I think anything that alleviates your internal stress um, about it, that's 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 a great because um, I know for a lot of us, and certainly m- m- myself, it's it's the stress that. Uh, it's the stress and the anxiety that perpetuates it. Um, so, um, I've I've recently started, um, I guess, doing that that similar sort of thing. Only only, and I guess in 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 more specific. If circumstances, so um, for journalism, I, I have to speak to. Uh, I just I have to speak to very to different people all the time, uh, and. Uh, Generally, the act of speaking to a new person is is always is always a stressful thing because you because uh, uh, as as a person stutters, I uh, I had to actively struggle to a new person um so what i've recently started to do is in in my o- 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 opening emails because i generally open dialogue over email i'll i'll say um i'm a bias this this Better have some patience, and we'll we'll be you know fine. Um, 
I haven't really, I haven't really made that introduction in person yet. Uh, I feel like they just get the message uh, pretty quickly, but I find, I find doing it over email does alleviate a lot of that stress. And then, um, cause I find that it's predominantly the stress and anxiety that cause my, uh, disfluency. Um, if I'm not stressed, I don't, Utter at all. Um, it's it's something I've known for a, l a long time. Um, uh, yeah. Mm. Ted, would uh, uh, Chad, would you be able to elaborate on uh, what you know? What I guess circumstances causes you? What what are the triggers that that cause you to feel stress and uh, disfluent? Um, I guess, I guess the acts of stuttering and struggling with fluency is like in, it's an inherently vulnerable state. Um, and, uh, I don't like to do that in front of anyone, really. Um, there's a lot of, like, different, like, anxious thoughts that float around uh, in the period leading up to a scenario and during it uh, kind of hard to in the the all downs you know say like let's say I'm a full 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 of Negative stuff. Um, recently, I found I found that a prominent one is the act of not wanting to stutter, or like the the act of wanting to be fluent or for certain people. Uh, major example is my partner. I, I would like to be fluent for my partner. That puts pressure on me, which then instigates anxiety and therefore stuttering. So, if uh, it's my theory that if that pressure, if that internal 
pressure or desire to be some other certain way other than what I am, um, it would it would cease to bring itself about. So it's it's like the the. Uh, The desire to not do the thing brings about the thing in some like weird, like self fulfilling irony. Chad, I oh, I appreciate when you know when you say that you that you dislike feeling vulnerable because as a person who stutters as well, I mean, I in, in, no one likes to feel vulnerable because you feel so um, in you know in, in insecure and uh, lack and, and and not not confident and. Um, you see, and with you know, with you know, with you know, with you know, with a person who stutters, uh, uh, feeling vulnerable. I you know, I I, I always apply to, you know, I, I mean, based on my years of experiences, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not too sure what it feels like to feel confident and to feel empowered. However, as a person who stutters, I sure know how what it feels like to be. Unempowered. Would you agree with that? Yeah, it's there's definitely like lacking. Um, there's a lack of confidence there, um, for sure. Because when you're uh, when you're when you're trying to when you're at the counter of uh, um, business. If you're, uh, if you're trying to, if you're trying to uh, tell the dentist secretary or information, and it takes you like two. Minutes um, definitely abject feelings of powerless. It's it's a yeah. It's it's a powerless is a pretty good word to describe that because you're struggling with such a difficult uh, with such a simple. To ask, Chad, you, 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 you're also involved in a, a project with uh, Dr. Paul De Decker. And uh, Paul, Paul, for our listeners that don't know, Dr. De Decker is is an associate uh, uh, professor of linguistics at Memorial University. And uh, this, you know, this, you know, this, you know, this, you know, this, this is a research project that Paul is doing on uh, call, call, this, this communication. 
would would you know would you share you know, share with our listeners, uh, Chad, what you know what this video project is, is about? Because it really relates to feeling unempowered. Yeah, so I did one interview uh, for that about a year ago, I think, close to a year. Um, and uh, we've got, I think we've got the follow-up interview coming up soon. Um, I just don't really remember the details that well. It was, uh, I was basically telling my story and uh, answering general questions um, in a uh, similar manner uh, as to what we're doing. But uh, I think I think it's a great. I think it's a great. Um, documentary that I think uh, I think it's going to reach a lot of people, uh, and because uh, it's it's um I I don't think it's like it's an issue that a lot of people put a lot of the the lot into because uh I I feel like generally uh um. You know, there's there, there's so many different concerns in the world, and uh, a lot of things just pass us by. Um, so I think this is going to bring a lot of uh, a lot of visibility to uh, our community. Mm-hmm. See when you know uh, when Paul you know when when Paul started to discuss and, and introduce this project and this term this communication, uh, you know we know what communication is, but this term is so unfamiliar and it's it's, it's really really you know uh, it, it 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 is really applicable for people who stutter because it relates. I feel it relates to the. Uh, the stutter iceberg, because we noticed Dr. Joseph Sheen's analogy of this stuttering when compared to the iceberg. Ten percent of the, the the tip of the iceberg is the uh, uh, the primary and secondary characteristic of stuttering, whereas the ninety percent below this is the emotional aspect of stuttering, the feelings of isolation, lack of self worth, uh, lack of confidence, shame. And uh, so this this is a daily experience that, that most, if not all, people I feel experience on a daily basis. Whereas when you know, uh, I mean, this is what we internalize. But when you know, when you know, when we think about this communication, my understanding of it, Chad, is when we as people who stutter feel devalued. Uh, uh, this you know. This, you know, this, this discriminated against, it adds to the layers of the below the surface of the iceberg. So that adds, you know, adds, it adds, it adds another layer to our feelings of, uh, you know, lack of self worth, lack, you know, lack, you know, lack of uh, confidence, and you know, these feelings of, of 
you know, feel, feeling vulnerable. What are your thoughts about that? Um, <clears throat> I think, um, I think for me, most of my uh, experience with the those notions, I think they, for me, they kind of come more from from within rather than from the external world. I don't, I don't really feel, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really feel persecuted by society. Um, I feel, uh, I feel most of the pressure, uh, most of that sort of thing is like an internal thing. Um, um, but I, 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 I do obviously agree with the, uh, with the iceberg that like most of, most of the, I guess, phenomena of stuttering for me is like an emotional cycle logical thing, um, which I, I don't think, um, I don't think gets, I don't think it gets as much, uh, attention as it does in like the speech, uh, like therapy world. Um, I mean, I, I went through, uh, years of speech therapy in the 90s up till I guess the mid to the thousands here and there and then um, and then uh, like brief periods of it in recent years and uh, there was never like an emotional psychological um, component, um, which would have been really helpful as a kid, because um, that that would that that just would have helped. Because I I didn't I didn't even know what um, I didn't even know what anxiety was until I was. I, I, I didn't really have the words to describe what I was feeling until, uh, until I, I guess, did a bunch of self-reflection and I went to a therapist and he said, what you're describing is anxiety and I was like oh that's what that is mm -hmm. and then it it really contextualized it recontextualized my entire childhood because I uh, I realize yeah I was I was uh, wrecked 
with anxiety constantly as a child for years. And um, nobody told me. Like, I had no... I had no one to to explain to me what these feelings were and why I felt them and I, and I guess how it relates to stuttering. There was, to my memory, there was absolutely none of that. I think that's, I think, I think if we don't address those issues with kids who stutter, we're out right failing them. Uh, Chad, when you know, uh, when you know, when you you know, when you talk about anxiety, you know, you know, for Chad, you know, what did you you know? What is your definition of anxiety, or, or what you know? What are the symptoms? Because I often ask myself the same question. You know, how, it's difficult to, to explain what anxiety is, but for somebody who has experienced it, it's just all these sensations, all these feelings, the tin tingling, the, the foggy head. I mean, that's how I describe it. How how you know, how do you describe it? Fear, dread, nervousness, extreme apprehension, aversion, and just very, very strong pointed fear. Um, um, you know, like a classic example. Uh, uh, you start a new school year, 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 and like. Great school, and uh, uh, the teacher goes around the room, and you and everyone introduces the, themselves, and you know says a bit about them themselves, and as a per, per, person who stutters, you're just quaking in your seat. absolutely petrified. Um, just so afraid. Like, there could there, you wouldn't know, but there was like there was a like Killer in the uh, hallway, like just so uh, petrified about 
ha, 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 having to say like nine words to the class and take take like sixty seconds to do it, and then the moment comes, and then you're struggling, and you're I. I liken it to, for me, stuttering is having like, it's having like a little panic attack, and your your brain is exploding. That's that's that's. I think that's pretty like accurate. Mm. You see, I, I, you know, I've read that. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, uh, one uh, or one of the authors I've read who who stutters explained it like uh, simply by saying that anxiety is the fear of the unknown, whereas mm-hmm. fear is something more tangible, like like you're you're afraid of dogs, you're afraid of cats, things like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That that makes sense. So it's. Just, but you know you're you're you're, you're right, uh, Chad, because it's the fear of the unknown. Like we're always on guard. There's this, this uh-huh. angst because we don't know what to expect, and and uh-huh. and given our history of uh, have, having having negative experiences, we always anticipate that. You know what I mean when uh-huh. we stutter. Uh-huh. Yeah. So now, uh, how, how's your anxiety level now? Compare, like, is it? As intensive, or as you're getting older, you're exposing yourself to more speaking situation. Is it becoming less in, uh, intensified? Is that a good word for it? less less intensity? Ah, <clears throat> uh, man, it's like it's kind of hard to describe. Um, it's definitely still it's. Definitely still there. I don't. I don't think it's any worse. To be honest, I think I'm just getting better at pushing through it out of necessity. Um, it's like. Uh, just trying to think of like an an, an analogy. Um, it's it's uh, it's kind of like it's kind of like the burden is still the same, but you you just get a little stronger at carrying it. Maybe it's like the, uh, that. Like I I I had a uh, I had an interview. Uh, the other day, and I was pretty fluent the entire time. Um, significantly worse than this conversation. Um, uh, I just pushed through it, and you just do it. Um, I'm not really interested in 
like limiting my like life options because but I mean I've done that uh, more often than I'd like to but you just kind of do it anyway and then uh, I mean after any like after any like prolonged period of disfluency it's like pretty emotionally exhausting because I mean you know you have to be like a emotional exhaustion but it's also physically exhausting too like you get really tense throat well I get really tense throat and my jaws all tense and my uh, abdomen is is and so you just take a breather after it and then just carry on mm. so I guess to answer your cool cool question it hasn't it hasn't super gotten any easier I just do it anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Chad, when uh, when you mentioned that you had taken speech therapy, uh, speech therapy before, did uh, uh, has any of the uh, the speech targets been been carried over with you? Like, uh, for example, I took the Fluency Plus program at, at the Speech and Stuttering Institute in Toronto years ago, and 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 and, and, and I do do re- refreshers, and it has helped me. To manage my stuttering, I mean, I've gone beyond the uh, the need to be fluent because there's no such thing. I don't think <laughs> fluency. Mm-hmm. I think the the key is in treatment is to manage manage your stuttering, and uh, so so as, as you mentioned, the breathing helps. The uh, the breathing, the uh, but uh, the um, the deep breathing. I'm trying to think of some of the other targets now have helps a great deal you know the, the full full articulatory movement opening your mouth things like that you know so has any of those targets continued with you yeah there's like a whole um array of techniques that have been drilled into my uh, brain that i do oftenly but not constantly try to enact. Um, I find that a lot of the times in like real world scenarios that it's almost like the act of trying to meet these techniques sometimes is like more stressful than it would seem. And then the techniques just don't work, um, which is discouraging. Um, right now, for example, I'm not really using anything. I'm just kind of like, Riding a wave. I'm. I'm sure you're familiar with just ride. You're. You're just like 
decently fluent for no reason and you just kind of ride it. So I'm feeling pretty fluent right now, but I'm not really using any um, techniques per se. Like I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of posting a wave of not being as anxious as I could. Um, but yeah, I do, uh, um, I do try to do my, and like, I, I do sometimes do relaxation techniques before I go into something. But I do find that also discouraging because a lot of the times I'll do a relaxation technique. Maybe I'll just do some deep breathing. And then I'll find I'm at a point of equanimity. And I'll feel confident and I'll be like, okay, I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling like I can do this. And then I'll go into the speaking situation and then the anxiety just peaks as if I had never done any of it. So um, that's discouraging and that's why I think I don't do it as often as I should. Um, and that's definitely, that's definitely not, uh, I, I, I would not advise anyone to stop doing like known positive techniques because they feel like they don't work. Uh, I feel like with time, uh, and patience, um, these things do work. Mm -hmm. You see, uh, uh, you see, one one size doesn't fit all because there's so many different types of speech therapy programs out there. For me, I feel I was very unfortunate because, uh, based on my history, I, I still consider myself a severe person who stutters. However, with the help of the Fluency Plus program, I'm able to manage it uh, within reason. And I feel that, that uh, as, as, I mean, this is Greg O'Grady speaking, Chad, that, you know, you know, sometimes I feel I am my worst own enemy. I'm, I'm so critical of myself. And what, what I have to be careful of, because I've had a history of being, trying to mask my stuttering, even now, uh, Chad, I, I want to be fluent. I put a lot of pressure mm -hmm. on me to be fluent, which negates the whole uh, the whole premise of being open and honest. I'm, I stutter, and this is where I really have to concentrate on my speech targets and not to succumb to the uh, emotional component, the need to be fluent. And, you know, I, I stutter. I stutter. And the reason why I'm taking the speech therapy of the, the program was to help to control my stuttering. Like, it, 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 I feel that any any aspect, any way that we as people stutter can help minimize the anxiety, 
help with some degree of control. I think yeah. uh, we, you know, we really have to applaud ourselves. You know, and, and you know, when it all says and done, Chad, I feel it comes down to self acceptance, and 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 that that's a hard pill to swallow. You know, especially <laughs> we're living in in a society with so much emphasis placed on communication. And I often remember that uh, when I was working, had to go to meetings with other managers. Mm -hmm. uh, I used to become so overwhelmed and bewildered because everybody's talking so quickly. And before I can get a word out edgewise, they're off to a new, new, uh, a new uh, conversation. But I think when all said and done, we've got to be gentle with ourselves and we've got to be gentle with our minds. And, and anything that we can do to help control. And that goes for speech therapy as well, you know? You know? Your, your thoughts? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> that, that certainly echoes or mirrors how, how I feel. Um, if I truly accepted my I feel like I would cease to stutter. I feel like I feel like if I truly found self acceptance in my eyes stutter and if I eradicated the desire to be full 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 fluent, I feel like I would just become fluent, which sounds crazy but I feel that way like it sounds counterintuitive but uh, I, I feel like that's uh, I feel like that's accurate because it's it's the desire to be fluent which causes anxiety which causes this this Mm -hmm. You see that you know that uh, reminds me. Uh, you know, I oh, 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 I had had a guest on some study of law, and I can't remember who it was. It was one of the uh, 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 researchers, and it's a popular researcher within the uh, stuttering community. And he and he said the same thing that you're saying, uh, Chad. That once we accept on our stuttering, we, we, we may not we stutter less, or even may not even stutter. It's self acceptance. Mm -hmm. And you're right. We as people who stutter put so much emphasis on ourselves to um, to be fluent. And I, I admire people who stutter. And, and and I've also had a few people who stutter on our on, on some stutter law. Who still stutter, but but they're overt about it, and they classify themselves as confident people who stutter. And I mean that's mm -hmm. that, that's quite the, the applause, you know. It's, so that's that's for someone to say that yes, I stutter, but I'm a confident person who stutters. What are your thoughts? <clears throat> I'd like to, I'd like to. 
get to that point, uh, for sure, for sure, or because um, I feel like I try to be a covert stutterer without thinking of it, and uh, similar to what I said, it's uh, I think it's trying to do it, trying to do it covertly is what makes it happen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think to be a, con- I think for my case to be a confidence stutter would, uh, I think there would be I think there would be more fluency in that ratio, um, and that's yeah, that's certainly something I could aspire mm-hmm. to. Chad, when uh, so since we we had our last conversation, which was in March of twenty twenty one, where 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 are you now in terms of your mental health acceptance? Because because to be honest with you. You know, like uh, you know, since our last last some sort of law, conf- you know, conversation, I feel that you you come a long way. I mean, you're more confident, you're more involved in life, and you know, just 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 thinking about how much you have accomplished so far. You're you're you you know, you're you're in journalism, you're an artist, musician. Do you know, do you think? Do you feel you've come a long way since? You've last chatted in 2021? Hard to... I think it's hard... I think for me it's hard to conceptualize about... about... what a want... about what a long way would even mean for my circumstance. Um... I'm definitely somewhere, and I'm definitely not in the same place as I was. But where that is, like where uh, where I would plot that point on, like the graph of life, I don't, I, I, I don't know. Um, it's uh in the in the like in the like a three d graph of life. It's somewhere. It's not where I was, but I wouldn't be able to tell you where it is. I know I've made accomplishments, and I know I recognize. Um, those accomplishments. Uh, I know. I know. I know. I'm not as far in my accomplishments as I would have liked to be. So, um, I think. I think I had. I think there were.
Owls that I um, would have liked to have achieved, other than the ones that I have. Um, but they're just uh, they're just goals that I can uh, set for the. Mm. You, you know, I uh, I like you know. I, <laughs> excuse me, chat. I uh, oh, I like the uh, the word accomplishments, and you know, we as people who started to go through some dark periods. <laughs> excuse me, some dark periods, and I find with what you know what what I do mentally is that when you know when I'm in a dark space or going towards a dark space, I think of. I always always compare starting now to a dark rabbit hole, okay? And it's so easy when I have a bad speaking experience or just or a bad speaking situation to go in a dark that dark hole of feeling the poor me, the stuttering mentality. But I find what I do now, Chad, I'm not too sure if this would help, that when I think, when I'm in this dark place and I'm heading towards that dark hole, I think of accomplishments. Well, what 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 things I have accomplished that day, or even that moment, and uh, that sort of helps prevent me going to that dark rabbit hole. You know, what what are your thoughts? Um, I think that I think that's a that's a great thing because we we uh, often uh, I think we often don't take uh, we often don't counter. Well, lessons. Um, I think it's easier to count our failures. Um, kind of like uh, you know, you're you're more likely to leave a negative review of a restaurant than a than a uh, positive one. And I think we're the same way with our own smells. So, I think uh, if taking stock of things that can make you feel good, if that if that propels you th through a dark period, uh, then that's that's that's, a, that's great. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, Chad. I'm thinking as well now. I mean, where, now. Where are you now with your terms of your quality of life? Is studying still holding it back, or you're you're pushing forward? And I sense that you really are uh, moving, uh, forging ahead. Do you feel you are? <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, I think so. I mean, if uh, uh, it's definitely holding me, me back less than in previous years, um, you know, going into journalism as someone who's just stutters that's hard uh it's hard constantly it's hard every day but i think uh but i think like the psychic torment of like 
not at least trying to do the things that you want to do would be would be worse. Um, um, that 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 would be. I think. I think not not at least trying to have gone into a field that I cared about because of something that I felt was hold me back. That would be like a super uh, like a potent like purgatorial torment that would be worse than star than stuttering to strangers. Well, this is true. It's it's true, Chad. And 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 I'm just you know just you know just reminded of another analogy. You know, I had a speech language pathologist as 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 another guest. Some some sort of law. And I mean, just be honest. I'm learning so much talking to guests as well, and uh, this speech-language pathologist introduced me to the analogy of a beach ball. And, and uh, I can't remember who, you know, who, you know, who, who the originator of this analogy is, but it makes so much sense. You know when we're playing with a beach ball in the water, for example, and uh, we're, we're trying to hold the beach, beach ball push the beach ball down into the water is similar to our need to be fluent. Uh-huh. You know how much time, how much energy, emotional, psychological energy it takes to push this beach ball in the water? It's almost like we're trying to, to uh-huh. hide and not accept our stuttering, you know? Sure. And, as a, it, and so I've also, also added to this pushing down the uh, beach ball is Pushing down the the feelings below the surface of the iceberg, trying to avoid uh, mm-hmm. addressing them, and then the amount of energy that takes to do things like that. Your thoughts? Well, <clears throat> I do really like the the beach ball analogy because. Um, even if you manage to force the beach ball down, all the it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of effort and energy to keep it there, and. It takes no energy to just leave it. But also, if you're using all of your energy to keep it down and you're it Ips, that ball is coming straight up, 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 and it's gonna go 
right into the air, and it'll be worse the 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 and it was and it's gonna spoil it's gonna spoil splash. And you've essentially made a problem that wouldn't have been there if you had just left it. Mm, interesting perspective. You see, whereas with me, Chad, I feel that based on my history, I put so much emphasis to hide my stuttering, pushing that uh, beach ball down. Whereas once I release the beach ball, it has so much potential now. I'm out in the open, you know, so mm. it, 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 it's, it's, a, it's minimizes the stress. You know, what, what's, what's the, uh, what's in my best interest to keep pushing down my feelings and emotion, trying to hide my stuttering or just releasing it all. So that's Correct. how I interpret it, you see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is yeah. it. So, so, uh, Ch Chad, before we end now, I'm going to ask you one last question and, now, let's not wait for another two years to chat, okay? Sure, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, do, yeah. Do, 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 do you have any final words for our listeners, especially for people who stutter? Um, I mean, I can only speak for my... self here, but I think... I think self-acceptance is a pretty decent ideal to strive for, because um, if you can if you can get rid of that shame and fear um, and just like accept yourself for who you are. Um, Kind of just opens life up a lot more, and it makes your life easier to just enjoy. Because, um, like, you know, uh, not enjoying your life based on how fluent you are is it's not a good way to. And I, you know, I, uh, I certainly uh, empathize with that, and I have a long way to go for self acceptance as mm -hmm. well. But uh, I think that's a, it's a good ideal to strive mm. for. Yeah, and you know, as as I mentioned uh, earlier, you know, uh, compared to where I feel you were in twenty twenty one. And now you really have come a long way. So, and, and you've also accomplished a lot. So, 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 so remember the accomplishments. Okay. Thank you. Very much. Okay. So, so, Chad, uh, thanks a lot for being part of the Some Start a Law conversation. And as I mentioned, we'll have you back, but not, we're not going to wait for two more years. Yeah. I uh, any anytime you want me back, I'll jump right on in. Okay. Thanks. Uh, thanks again, Chad. We will speak later. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Enjoy your you day. too. Bye.